0: Some key COVID benefits set to expire in just a matter of days with what business owners need to know. Here is the CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Dan Kelly is back with us here on Global News Radio. Dan, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon.
0: Okay, what's on the uh, table here, or I guess uh, about to be taken off the table for a small business?
1: Yeah, here we are in Small Business Week, the week dedicated to celebrate small businesses across Canada. And the federal government has decided that now is the right time to end both the wage subsidy and the rent subsidy, uh, critical programs that have helped small firms make it across the COVID finish line. It, it's nuts to me that the government has decided that all of a sudden the economy is good enough that we don't need to support small businesses any longer. They're, they're back to normal and they can go, they can stand on their own two feet.
0: And when we talk about the wage and the rent subsidies, uh, Dan, has one been more beneficial than the other? Would uh, one be more detrimental if it's taken away?
1: Yeah, look, the wage subsidy has been more heavily used by small and medium-sized firms. It's the program that was started right near the beginning of the pandemic that meant that if your business experienced a big decline in its revenues because your customers weren't able to see you any longer, uh, then the federal government would step up and help pay some of the wages with the view that it's better for the business to be able to continue to pay the worker rather than pushing that person onto the ranks of the into the ranks of the unemployed uh, you know i would love for these programs to end they're hugely costly uh, they're not meeting the mark for every business but i got to tell you we at this stage 19 months into the pandemic only 40% of small businesses across canada are back to normal levels of revenue 40% and, and so if we're gonna pull away this, this very critical support, I don't know how these businesses are going to meet their payroll. Many of them are just not. And, and we're gonna see a return to mass layoffs if the government does go ahead with its plans slated for this Friday, this Saturday.
0: Well, I was about to ask you that how crucial is this because if the wage subsidy is taken away are we gonna see a spike in the unemployment numbers and if the rent subsidy is taken away are we gonna see a spike when it comes to uh, businesses sadly closing uh, once again which you know if the business closed there's no jobs there either there's uh, no job uh, for people to uh, go to so just how crucial is this uh, right now I mean just talked about the inflation numbers a second ago the cost of living continues uh, to increase I mean this could have a real detrimental effect on families, and of course, so the economy as a whole.
1: It sure could look. I mean, we are at the point in the in the pandemic that that we still have significant business restrictions in place, uh, and in fact, these restrictions are growing again across Canada. Within the last few weeks, every province in Canada has put in place a passport system. Which, regardless of one's views about passports, there's there's no question that they have limited a number of customers a number of customers from even visiting the restaurant, the bowling alley, the the theater. As a result of that, businesses have seen a further revenue decline associated with that policy alone. Capacity restrictions uh, still in place in Ontario and many other provinces. Uh, If if the wage and the rent subsidies end, uh, it, it absolutely will mean businesses having to make choices as to which staff they can afford to keep, which ones they have to let go. And from a rent perspective, whether or not the business remains viable, period, is an open question. We already at CFIB are projecting that there will be 180,000 businesses, one in six businesses closed forever as a result of the damage that they've sustained during COVID. We don't feel like we're at the point that we can just remove all of these, these, uh, these COVID supports. We have two choices, remove, end all of the COVID restrictions and start to phase out the COVID supports or keep the COVID supports in place until such time as all the restrictions end uh, we can't do we can't do one without the other though
0: joined by Dan Kelly with the Canadian Federation of Independent Business talking about some key covid benefits that are set to expire in just a matter of days for small business and business owners and if these benefits uh, for small business are not extended to dan do things like capacity limits do they need to then be increased for restaurants gyms and the like i mean can you do both can you keep those capacity limits in place take away these subsidies and fairly or rightly expect business to survive.
1: Look, there are customers that are staying home regardless of the of the restrictions. even in sectors of the economy that that are you know that have very few rules prohibiting uh, customers from from reaching them uh, that aren't subject to passport rules or capacity restrictions. Many of them are reporting a, a natural reduction in sales. Because customers are staying home more, because public health officials are urging Canadians to continue to take COVID super seriously. Uh, I understand why governments are, are doing some of those things, but if it would be deeply unfair to keep the restrictions in place and then say, well, you know what, all the costs associated this, with this have to be borne by the small and medium-sized business. I think many of your listeners may be driving around and, and, and looking at businesses and seeing that they're open again, thinking that we're, we're through the worst of the economic harms associated with the pandemic. But behind the counters in these businesses, it is a very, very different story. They're struggling to find and, and keep staff. Uh, the, their costs of doing business are dramatically higher for, because of inflationary pressures, supply chain issues, and their revenues are just not back anywhere close to normal. That says that we have to keep these supports going until such time as COVID restrictions, until really we can declare victory over the the emergency phase of COVID and, and head back to something closer to business as
0: usual. Speaking of capacity limits, can you shed any light on that uh, for us? We have heard from the provincial government late last week that an announcement might be forthcoming sometime this week. Here we are, midweek uh, now, yeah. still no uh, signal uh, from the uh, government. Uh, does the Canadian Federation of Independent Business? Uh, do you have any idea what is happening at the provincial level here in Ontario when it comes to that?
1: Well, look, we're we're waiting for an announcement. that the The hints that we've been given so far is as as you just said that there would be an announcement this week that it wouldn't be an immediate lifting of capacity restrictions. It would be phased in as the government wishes to see the results of of the uh, of Thanksgiving weekend, whether that's going to lead to uh, another increase in cases overall across the province. Um, I, I can tell you that this remains an incredibly frustrating policy for small businesses. Just this morning, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Minister of Tourism, Elise McLeod, was quoted as saying, you know, when she was asked about capacity limits for small restaurants versus large sporting events, she said, well, the, you know, there was some evidence that the, the small restaurants weren't uh, complying with passports in the Ottawa area to the degree that they should and that the large businesses were better able to do this. I got to tell you, you know, having a five second view of a hockey game with virtually nobody wearing a mask suggests to me that that's just complete garbage uh and and that we should be lifting these restrictions immediately on the backs of small business owners to get to be able to have them serve more of their customer their pre-covid customers i got to tell you most of most businesses in hospitality right now are losing money every day that they are open and one might ask why a business would do that well they're doing that hoping for a better day ahead um but unfortunately those days aren't coming soon and the the fact that the the pro- province is giving big firms more advantages over small ones continues to shock me
0: yeah use the word uh, frustrating uh, just uh how has it been uh, for yourself for the canadian federation of independent business for small business owners to watch uh, large facilities like the scotia bank arena we keep pointing to that uh, raptors have their uh, home opener season opener uh, tonight first time in some 600 days that they'll actually play in toronto All well and good, uh, but you talk about a phased-in approach for restaurants, gyms, and small business. Meanwhile, they're able just to uh, open the doors for the start of the hockey and basketball season to 18,000 plus.
1: Yeah, and and look, in both scenarios, they're only able to admit fully vaccinated customers. So I don't understand why there is this unlevel playing field, but I didn't understand it when when during most of 2020, the, the Ford government allowed big box stores to sell whatever they wanted while the small guys were shut down. There seems to be, for whatever bizarre reason, this, this, uh, the, this, this unlevel playing field that the Ford government seems completely happy with to allow big companies, big, well-connected businesses uh, to get preferential treatment over the small guys. Now, now, look, I went to a Blue Jays game while they were still playing, and I was happy to be there. I, I, I was happy with the way that they handled things. But if, we're gonna, if we think that that's safe, with nobody wearing a mask and sitting in a Blue Jays game, uh, now if they were still playing at 100% capacity, and the small restaurant that, that is lucky to be half full at the best of times, that they need to be further restricted, that's the part that I don't think makes any sense and is causing small business owners to be deeply, deeply angry and resentful at the Ford government.
0: All right, just finally, Dan, we are three days away, really two and a half days away from these uh, COVID benefits. Uh, if they're not uh, extended, the uh, deadline's October 23rd. What does that tell you, the fact that we're this close? Is the likelihood uh, that they will not be extended?
1: Look, I've operated from the assumption that government will do something. In fact, the Liberal Party campaigned on the fact that they would extend the wage and the rent support and return the maximum to 75% for tourism related businesses. Uh, So I'm still optimistic that they're going to do something, but why they're waiting till the absolute 11th hour causing all sorts of stresses and tensions on businesses is is beyond me. You know, again, this is Small Business Week. The government's operating like like it's the opposite of that. Let's let's try to dangle uh, the lives and futures of business owners as much as we possibly can. That's just so deeply unfair. The federal government knows better, should be out ahead of this, at least announcing their intention of what they're planning to do.
0: All right, Dan, really appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Anytime at all. You bet. Dan Kelly, CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. On these COVID benefits that are set to expire again in just a matter of days for business owners,